happy Friday! My name is Abigail Bisher and I'm your host on today's episode of Music LOL. I have absolutely zero experience, but I'm here to give a fresh angle from someone who's done music and musical theater my entire life. On Music LOL, we go over popular songs on the radio to review and critique. We're also going to get tips and tricks on writing our own music. Buckle your seatbelts, everyone. This is going to be a fun one. Just a reminder, no disrespect to these songs or the artists. I just want to give my input and try and understand what the artist was thinking when they wrote the song. I love each song that we use so much, that's why we use them. Go stream them yourself in preparation for each episode. Today's episode is going to be about August by Taylor Swift. Hello, I'm Abigail Bisher, and welcome to Music LOL. I am so excited to be doing this. So let me just like, first of all, say thank you to you listening right now. Um, I I genuinely don't, I'm, I'm lost for words. I'm so excited about this. And even if you decide that I'm annoying and boring and you want to log off right now, I'm sure there are other things that you could be doing right now, but you're choosing to listen to me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like you are a literal angel. Like you're the best. I love you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so let's get to the actual podcast. So the song that we are working with today is August by Taylor Swift. Um, It's part of the album, the Folklore album. It was released late July this year. I'm pretty sure July 24th. I could be off. I don't know. Um, But I, I literally, I always cry when I listen to August. It's so good. It's so sad, but it's so good. And like, I don't know. I, I just, if you don't cry when you hear it, then you just, like, you're, like, a gremlin or something. Like, do gremlins cry? I'm sure gremlins cry. I mean, they might, do they? I need to Google this. I'll Google this. I'll I'll Google this later. Um, but whatever. Okay, so, (laughs) I'm so off track. Okay, but this song is just so, it's so emotional, and it's so raw, and I think it's just, it's, it's honestly one of the best songs. It's one of my favorite songs ever of all time. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, Taylor Swift's albums, they all kind of symbolize a different stage of her life. Like, you know, folklore is just like, she's kind of reached this peace in her life, you know, like she's kind of in a place where she's okay. Like she's not, you know, she's, she's thriving. She's doing good for, you know, we're in a pandemic, but she's still doing like really good. Um, and you know, speak now and fearless, like, they they were kind of like the beginning and now we're kind of here and like reputation is loud and flashy and and um and a lover is just kind of this like overly happy and now this is just kind of a mix it's kind of just like it's peaceful it's really the only word to describe it is it's peaceful um so and plus it's like especially with this album with folklore it's like you can kind of tell like she's really doing this just because she loves music and I think with some of her earlier songs it's like you couldn't really relate to it you couldn't like it didn't want to make you cry like you couldn't she kind of was just building a career for herself but with folklore like you know she's just getting credibility right which is like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that that's not what I the point I'm trying to make I'm saying like you know she was just she had to build credibility so that she could get to this point um and with folklore she's like she's doing this for herself she's doing this like this is taylor this is taylor like this isn't just like oh you know t-swizzle like it's this is taylor swift this is what's actually you know it's her and i think that's so amazing and 
you know, you can kind of tell that she, she really just does this, she doesn't even do it for money anymore at this point, like, she didn't tell us that she was releasing the album until the day before she released it, which is so, it's like, it's a power move is what it is, it's like, she really, it's, it's just so cool, it's so cool, I, you know, it was, I just remember being, like, bored by it, I was like, okay, so, she's, releasing an album good for her we've heard all of them and i was like annoyed by her i i used to not like taylor swift very much but you know now it's like this is crazy like she's one of my favorite artists um and i think folklore kind of helped us with that but yeah we she's like this folklore album is one of the things that like you don't know you need until you get it and you're like i don't know what i was doing before this like i don't know where i was but i'm glad i'm not there anymore um but yeah, so Taylor, like, basically raised us, like, at least, at least my, people my age, my generation, I, she honestly, I felt, I feel like she's a lot younger than she is, like, I don't know why, but she's, like, she's literally in her 30s, or she's 30, or, like, whatever, and, like, that sounds crazy, because I feel like she's still, like, like, 17, but no, <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, when my parents weren't raising me, Taylor Swift was, but, yeah, so if you don't want to listen, because I'm about to play August, um, I'm about to play it just so that we can kind of like get it in our heads, go stream it yourself first of all, go stream it yourself so you can kind of get it in your head a few times and like have it memorized and, and have your own opinion about it, um, but like if you don't want to listen to me playing it right now, skip ahead, it is four minutes and two seconds long. So skip ahead that far once, 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 <laughs> once the music starts, because, okay, I don't know what that was, but, um, yeah, so skip ahead four minutes and two seconds, and then go stream it yourself and figure it out, because music is just what you perceive it to be as, and the way I perceive it may be entirely different than how you perceive it, um, so go, go figure it out, go, go figure it out, go figure out how you perceive it, and then come back so you can talk about it okay so i accidentally misspoke it's actually four minutes and 15 seconds long so if you want to skip now it's actually four minutes and 15 seconds this is such a mess but you're so welcome <laughs> all right i bet 15 dollars i'm gonna cry at least four times throughout this podcast not this podcast this episode um i'm just kidding i don't have any money so how about like mm, okay how about like i metaphorically give you 15 dollars because i don't what is that? I don't, I don't know what that means, but, like, you're welcome, but also, uh, okay, I'm getting off track again, <laughs> okay, August by Taylor Swift is gonna be playing in five, four, three, two, Sun. 
Okay, so the intro, just the intro. I'm literally, I'm crying on a Zoom right now. Um, it's so good. The intro itself is just one of my favorite intros of any song. It's like the way it just subtly crescendos. Um, it almost hurts your head because you're just like, what am I listening to? Like, is this my, like, I don't, it's, it's so, it's so good. It's so good. Like another song that does that, um, Love It If We Made It by the 1975. Here, I'll play the beginning of August, and then we can play the beginning of that song. So 
that beginning is so pretty. Now I'll play um, Love It If We Made It, the beginning by the 1975. Okay, so that was the beginning of Love It If We Made It by the 1975, um, and it just, it, that reminds, that's what um, the beginning of August reminds me of. It's just like the natural, the way, I keep saying the word crescendo, but it's the crescendo, it's just, it gets louder really casually, and I think there's something just so, like, satisfying about hearing it is, I don't know, it's just, it's so pretty, it's so pretty. <laughs> Whispers of are you sure never have I ever before okay just it's what it's like it's so it's such like an important part of the song because it's like you kind of have to stop and like hesitate and just be like what what are you talking about like it's like a double take like what have I heard like am I hearing this right like never have I ever before like can you just say like I've never never before I've never done this before like but I think that's what's you know so great about her music Taylor Swift's is that um like she just does she doesn't choose the first thing on her mind and I feel like all the songs sound really well thought out um and really just like they're soothing you know even like I don't know but never have I ever before like I've never done this before I I'm, I'm pretty sure is what that means um but that's so weird <laughs> I don't know I like I have to like take a few minutes to process what that means Okay, that was a chorus. It's just, I feel like it's not loud, it's not really flashy, you know, like, as he talks about reputation. Um, I feel like it's really just, like, soft, it's gentle, it's it's not the main part of the song. Like, most songs, you know, the chorus, like, the main part of the song, like, what you remember. Um, when I think of August, I think of the end. I think of, you know, the loud parts when she's belting and, you know the more emotional parts and I think that she didn't want this chorus to be that it's like the crescendo it's like as it goes on it gets more and more raw and this is like the beginning of it like just like the intro I think you know the intro was like kind of you know um a sneak peek as to what the rest of the song would be like she just swings into another verse after the chorus like something about that makes me like I don't know like I feel like I don't have to keep waiting for it to get exciting um if that makes sense and I don't know I remember wishing I had you something about like that part makes me want to cry because <laughs> it's like it's I feel like a lot of us can relate to that like when you you know even just like as a friend if you're like yeah like I thought 
we were friends. I thought I knew you, but I guess not. And I think that she kind of, she, I think that's definitely a big theme in this song. And I think she's like, you know, I, I thought I could trust you. I thought that this was going to work out, but I mean, whatever, you know? I love how she does not waste any time. I love how she goes straight from the verse to another chorus. Um, and there's like maybe a 30 second gap between the two choruses where there's a verse. And I think that that's great. Um, and then there's like this built up anticipation now of like, okay, well, like I, I hear the beat getting faster. I hear it getting stronger. And now mine is going off, you know, the word mine because you were never mine and it goes in a different direction than it did in the last course and you're like okay what's going on um and let's figure out what's going on i love this like 20 second gap where there's just there's just music and there's no lyrics i think that that's so powerful i think it's like you know, you're like, okay, something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen, what's gonna happen? I don't know, let's figure it out. And it's like, you're just kind of going along with it. And it's like, it takes you on this roller coaster with you, I think. And it's just, it almost like, because you're just like, all right, all right, what's going to happen next? You know, you already gave us the weird mind. <laughs> and now let's figure it out. And I don't know, I just think that's, there's something so pretty about that. And I think that's why, you know, because Taylor Swift is such, like, she's such an amazing artist and I think you know there's something that that's why you know she's as popular as she is because she knows you know she knows how to hurt our hearts <laughs> and she knows how to really write and and sing to make it so you know this is really just it's really just taking a toll on on our emotions entirely um like I if I want to be sad I listen to folklore you know and that's there's just something about that that's so amazing um and you know good for her good for her okay this part makes you crazy <laughs> okay so wanting was enough for me it was enough like it's almost like when she sings, like, you can hear her having a conversation with you. Like, you can almost, like, imagine her actually talking to you. And, like, it's it's crazy. Like, you can see, almost see her and whoever the song is about, like, in a fight. You can see just, like, one thing was enough. Like, it was enough. Like, this, I, I, I could have been enough. You could have been enough. Like, she thought it was enough, you know? And she, like, that's genuinely... I don't know, there's just something about it that, like, it's so personal, like, this song is so personal to her, and I feel like when artists write songs that are this personal, I feel like that's when it really starts, like, tugging at your heartstrings, that's when it really starts hurting, because, like, of course there are songs that are sad that are, like, and she walked across the street and was sad, like, but, like, if it's coming directly from, like, 
the person, like if she's saying, you know, I, me, you know, I thought it was enough, like I, whatever, like it's just, it's so, there's something about that that's just like, you can imagine yourself in her shoes, like you can imagine that, and it's, those, that's what's so scary about like I, me, those kind of songs, because it's like, like, it, that could be me, you know? And it has been me for some songs, especially this one. Like, you know, I've totally... I can imagine 17 different scenarios where this could be about something I've gone through. And I feel like that's so... That's what makes this song so pretty. Okay, so to live for the hope of it all. Like, basically she's saying, like, we still had things to look forward to, we still had things to be happy about, we still had dreams, you know, before we accomplished things, before we had anything to, you know, brag about, and we were, you know, bragging about our dreams instead of our accomplishments, like, you know, and I feel like she referenced me, me Behind the Mall or something about a mall in one of her other albums, you know, email me if you, if you know what I'm talking about, because I feel like I'm going crazy, because she totally referenced something about a mall in another folklore song, right? Like, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure she did, um, but this part is more like, like, we were together before we were ourselves, and, like, now we're ourselves, and, like, what if we had figured it out? Like, you know, we were still living for the hope of all, like, we were, changing we were changing you know for the good at that point and we now we're changed but we were changing then you know and now we're us what do we do now like this is so confusing okay so that line well those lines i guess kind of allude to the fact that they probably had like it wasn't like all in her head like there was it was two-sided, you know, you were saying us as if there was an us, um, and summer love, meaning they, you know, obviously had something, and I guess it wasn't, it was something, but it wasn't something, and I feel like we all, I don't know, she's kind of referencing, like, how we all have these scenarios in our head of, like, what we think is going to happen or what we want to happen, and, you know, they almost never happen, um, very rarely, does anything even similar happen, you know, because in our minds, we make up, like, these, you know, what we think is going to happen, the good what-ifs, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, you know, I feel like we all can kind of relate to that on a different level of, like, you know, you thought that something was going to happen, you got excited, you had it all planned out, like, maybe you had your wedding colors picked out, and then, you know, it just didn't, and I know, like, I shouldn't be sad, you know, she shouldn't be sad, but, like, you know, because, like, it wasn't, there's not anything to be sad about, technically, you know, you were never, you never had anything to lose, but then, you know, you did, you know, you, you lost it, and that's kind of, it's really sad, but I, that's kind of what makes it sad, is, you know, the fact that you can kind of, like, imagine when she says, you weren't mine, you know, to lose, you can kind of imagine yourself saying that, because I feel like I've said stuff like that in different phrases, you know,
Let's just point out how amazing that belt was, though. Like, I feel like everyone who's listened to this, like, for days on repeat has at some point been home alone and just, like, screamed at the top of their lungs trying to see if they could do it. Because it's, like, I don't know, like, the it's just satisfying how it's, like, you weren't my lose, and it's just, like, so, I don't know, it's so strong, and it's it's honestly amazing. Like, she's so talented. So there's our third chorus, um, and then like you kind of look and you're like shocked that's only half over because, you know, I, I always like, whenever I remember, I always think that the, you know, you weren't mad to lose, like that's always near the end, but no, and then she's just, she's just on her third chorus, singing quietly again, you know, building up more anticipation because you want to hear the strong part again. <laughs> She just like wants you, she wants to make sure, she just wants you to be absolutely positive that you understand what she said. She's just like, she was never mind. Nope, never mind. Never mind. Nope, never mind. Just like over and over again. Because it really is like, once it actually does hit you, like, because you were never mind, like, it's just that feeling like overpowers you and you're just like, wow, thanks for the reminder, Taylor. <laughs> But it really is just that, like, it's every single, it just, like, pushes you down more when you're already on the floor, you know? Just like that, meet me behind the mall. Like, she keeps repeating it, meet me behind the mall. Like, it's, what What does the mall symbolize? I don't know, but it's like, meet me behind the mall. She keeps saying it. Like, I guess it's like their favorite place to hang out, which is even more emotional. It's like, because it's like everyone, doesn't everyone have that one spot that they go to when they want to cry? Because you're just like, this is like where everything happened. Like, this is where my life kind of went downhill. Like, this is where my happiest moments were and my worst moments are. Like, it's just so painful but at the same time you're just like okay well am i reading into this like I, I just, I love how she just kind of goes from, like, she goes between, like, really loud and really quiet and then really soft and then, you know, screaming. And I just feel like there's something, like, so, I don't know, it just adds this whole level to it that, like, you cannot get with many other songs. But, like, and she, you know, she kind of goes back into the loud, like, what we want to hear, like, what we've been anticipating. Um, and I just, I don't know, that's, that's, it's just, it's amazing. Like, I just... This entire song is just like, it's just a masterpiece. It's everything. It's, you know, but yeah, so, but you know, whatever. It's just kind of like going back. It's just kind of a review of like the best lines in the song. She's just kind of repeating it, which honestly, if, if you write 
um, like those deep kind of lyrics that are just like people talk about for months years afterwards like you know what go ahead and repeat them go ahead you have absolutely every right to So yeah, like the last minute is really just like, you know, it's just dulling down. And I feel like I love when artists do that. I love when like they just like give you, you know, the rest of the song to just kind of like turn it off because it's just like the closer, like it gives you closure. It's like when, you know, you, it some, some songs, like it just goes from everything to nothing. And like, that's okay. Like if it goes from everything, that's okay. Um, but it's more like a happy connotation when it does that. Like um, another day of sun in La La Land. Like, it goes, the very end, it goes from, like, 100 to zero in just, like, like one beat. And I feel like that's, like, that's great. That's great. It's it's a perfect way to end a song. But, like, if it's sad, then you just, like, it's not, it's not the perfect choice. But it, you know, it's something, I guess. But then this is just kind of the opposite end where it's, like, you know, it lets you kind of process everything as it's dying down. Like, it goes from, like, 100 to, like, 90 to 80 to 70 to 60, so forth and so on. And then, you know, there's just kind of, like, it's just kind of that. And I feel like there's, I don't know, it gives you time to process just everything as a whole. And, I don't know, for, like, a, a more, like, depressing kind of vibe kind of song, I think. And, you know, I guess, I think... It's the perfect way to end it. I, I couldn't have chosen anything better myself. Alright, here are some other related things about the song. As we all know, Taylor Swift wrote Folklore when she was in quarantine. She co-wrote and co-produced it with her friend Jack Antonoff, who also helped write Look What You Made Me Do, You Are In Love, and Out of the Woods. August, Cardigan, and Betty are all rumored to be about a teenage love triangle between people named James Betty and an unnamed girl and they're all supposed to be like teenagers right cardigan is from the point of view of a girl named betty who is in a passionate relationship with a guy named james who cheated on her august is from the point of view of the girl that james cheated with basically she wanted to be in a relationship with james but the fling ended when summer did and august is all about how like she wanted him but like it just didn't work out and if you if we look back at the lyrics you know, you can kind of see that. Like, you were never mine. It's really sad. <laughs> um, and then, Betty is from James's point of view. He left Betty at the dance. The unnamed girl ran into him. Then they had their summer thing. Betty found out what happened through a girl who liked to gossip named Inez. Then Betty got mad and switched homerooms. Then the chorus is just him trying to win her back. I have got to do an episode about the one or cardigan for a future episode because I literally was sobbing oh my gosh I need like any music ideas like literally email me if you or email me or dm me if you 
have anything. Also, my number is 919-422-1398 if you want to text me because, yeah, and I'm also too scared to pick up the phone if you try to call me, so don't call me. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Quick Facts with Abigail Fisher. Quick Facts, in case you don't know, is going to go a little bit like this. I'm going to ask a question, give you five seconds to answer, pause it if you gotta, and then I will give you the answer. Here we go. It's going to be amazing. The topic, Taylor Swift. Question number one, what is Taylor Swift's full name? The answer, Taylor Allison Swift. Number two, how old is Taylor Swift? Answer, 30 years old as of September 2020. Question number three, what is Taylor Swift's birthday? The answer, December 13th, 1989. Number four, where was Taylor Swift born? The answer, Reading, Pennsylvania. Number five, why was Taylor Swift inspired to be a singer from a young age? The answer, because her grandma was a professional opera singer. Number six, what was her first ever song called? Taylor Swift's first song was called Lucky You. Number seven, has Taylor Swift ever written a book? <laughs> Taylor wrote a 350-page novel when she was 12, which, as of right now, has never been published. Number eight. How many instruments can Taylor Swift play? The answer, four. She can play guitar, piano, ukulele, Oh, five, actually. Electric guitar and the banjo. She can play five. Number nine. Number nine, number nine. What is Taylor Swift's lucky number? Taylor Swift's lucky number is 13. Number 10. What is Taylor Swift's favorite dessert? Cheesecake. <laughs> did I get? Did I? Okay, yeah. It's so the answer is cheesecake. Question eleven: Who did Taylor Swift write her album Fearless about? Um, the answer is Joe Jonas. Two thousand ten. Um, Taylor Swift became the youngest artist ever to what? Answer: To win a Grammy, and she was twenty. This is in 2010. Why did I think she was like 15? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Number 13. In what year was Taylor Swift named Billboard's Woman of the Year? The answer, 2011. <laughs> Number 14. How many movies has Taylor Swift been in? The answer, like five, I think. I think five, yeah. The Lorax, The Giver, Miss Americana, Valentine's Day, and Cats. Cats was an atrocity. <laughs> if if heaven is empty, the reason is cats. 
Um, okay, number 15. <laughs> How tall is Taylor? The answer? 5'10". Number 16. What is Taylor Swift's net worth? The answer? 360 million. Comment on, if you can comment, comment the score that you got. Are you a Swifty? Like, I don't know. You, you, you should know. If you can't comment, because I have absolutely no idea how that works, email me or DM me or text me what score you got because I feel stupid because I didn't know any of these. So, yeah. Never mind. I'm sorry, I'm editing. I'm editing. And, I, and my question was, how tall do you think Taylor is? What sounded like I asked, how tall do you think Hitler is? And that's not funny. So I did not say that, I promise. I said Taylor. I just said it, Taylor. It's what it sounded like. It's Taylor, I promise. Alright, that's it for today's episode about August by Taylor Swift. Feel free to email me at abigailfishermusiclol at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram on abigailfisher underscore. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a great day.